Episode 60 of the podcast. That's true, Bob, but shouldn't we first welcome our listeners? Yeah, but come on, Jesse. Wow, 60? I mean, we're exactly halfway to 100. Uh, Can you believe it? I can. Uh, Except for the fact that 60 is way more than halfway to 100. Oh, well, I... I was factoring in uh, today's inflation cost. (laughs) Well, uh, do you know what people actually mean when they say today's inflation cost? Okay, can we start over? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, welcome to episode 60 of the official Average Boy podcast. I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the raging raccoon whisperer of wrangling wonderment. (laughs) And... And I'm going to have to ask you about that name right after I introduce myself. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. Speaking of, are are we going to do something special for our 100th episode? I mean, I know my dad is planning something really cool. Yeah, I haven't thought about it really yet, uh, but what's your dad planning? My dad said that if I made 100 podcast episodes, he would listen to one of them. Ooh, I hope he doesn't pick the one where I got lost at the flea market. You know, I'm, I'm still pretty embarrassed about that one. Uh, but that one had a great message. You know, in fact, all of our podcasts seem to have some kind of encouragement for our listeners. So what are we going to learn today? I'm guessing you have a story based on how you introduced yourself earlier. Uh, what was that? The, um, the roaring rattlesnake whipper of respect? That's exactly right. Today, we're going to talk about paying attention. And Jesse has just given us a perfect example of what happens when someone doesn't pay attention. (laughs) Now, I called myself actually the Raging Raccoon Whisperer of Wrangling Wonderment. Oh, so you're wrangling raccoons now. Well, sort of, but you know what? Before I jump in the story... I know you've got a Jesse joke about raccoons, so can we just please get it over with? Well, actually, your story sounds very interesting, so I think we should jump right into it without me trying to slip in a Jesse joke. You know, but was the raccoon you wrangled driving a car? You know, their favorite kind of car is a Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari. Wait a minute, was that a joke? I I could hardly raccoonize it. <laughs> oh, wait. I think you stole that one from the Jesse joke folder. That's something a raccoon would do because those guys look like little furry bandits. Anyway, let's get to my story, Jesse. I walked into music class last week and I knew something was different, but I couldn't figure out what it was. So I decided to ask my teacher, Miss Brown, what was the difference? What did she say? Actually, she didn't say anything because she wasn't there. <laughs> that actually was what was different. And uh, what tipped you off to that fact? Well, Sarah came up and said, Miss Brown had to run to the office, so she's not here. And from what she said, I was able to put the clues together from that. Well, you are very observant. Oh, thanks, Jesse. So, like good music students, we naturally took out our instruments and started warming up so we'd be ready when Miss Brown came back to class. That's a very responsible thing to do. Now, uh, what did your class really do? Okay, Donnie started throwing paper balls at uh, uh, someone. Uh, Billy tried taking a nap. Uh, Jenny started on her homework for history that wasn't even due to later that week. And Glasses McQueen pulled out some comic books and started reading. What did you do? I was dodging paper balls. 
Wait, I read your new book that comes out in March, and I thought you and Donnie were friends now. You know what? I actually thought that, too. I, I guess he hadn't read the book yet, you know? There are some big words in there, so maybe he got stuck. I, I don't think he's going to like that comment. Uh, but what does all this have to do with a raccoon? I, I'm getting there. Be patient. So, we were all doing our own thing when Sarah shouted, Oh, look at that! And she pointed to the window, and so we all stopped what we were doing and looked over. Jesse, there was a gigantic raccoon sitting on the window ledge. (laughs) All right, now we're getting somewhere. We were. We all got over by the window to watch the raccoon. Uh, This furry critter didn't seem to be afraid of us at all. And then um, uh, someone opened the window to see if he'd come in. Someone? Yeah, yeah, someone. Um... Uh, let's call it, uh, Laverage Lloyd. Uh, he's a new kid in our class. <laughs> okay, so this, uh, Laverage Lloyd opened the window, even though he probably knew that wild animals can be dangerous. Well, you know what, he probably wasn't thinking about that. After all, he was, you know, getting hit with paper balls. Uh, anyway, Laverage Lloyd got a sandwich out of his lunch and put it right inside the window ledge to see what would happen. This is where I should probably tell listeners what a bad idea this is. You know, feeding and getting close to wild animals is a dangerous combination. But I I really want to hear what happened next. We all did. We we stepped back to give the raccoon some room. Uh, You know, we don't normally have furry mammals in music class. Uh, Oh, unless you, of course, count Donnie's beard. (laughs) You know, he's been in middle school so long, I I think he can drive. I, I think you should lay off the Donnie jokes. If he's as big as you say he is, making fun of him could be way more dangerous than it is inviting a raccoon into a classroom. Okay, that's a good tip. Anyway, we all moved back and we waited for the raccoon, not Donnie's beard, to grow. Okay, well, what happened? Oh, well, I I wanted everyone listening to wait as long as we had to, but I, I guess I'll speed this story up. The raccoon eventually hopped through the window, grabbed the sandwich, and jumped inside our classroom. Then he waddled over to Miss Brown's desk, climbed up on it, and started eating my... Uh, eating... Uh, eating Laverjoy's sandwich. Uh, anyway, I remember thinking, we've had some strange substitute teachers before, but <laughs> this one was the strangest. <laughs> and you still had no idea when Mrs. Brown would be back, right? Well, we were kind of busy watching the raccoon, and that's actually why none of us noticed when Miss Brown walked into the classroom. Oh, I bet she was shocked. Oh, she totally was. I, I guess she had never seen a raccoon teacher before. Miss Brown let out a huge scream. <laughs> By the way, Jesse, she is a great music teacher because her scream was in perfect pitch. And and the raccoon must have never seen a screaming adult before because it matched her scream with a screech of its own. Was the raccoon's scream in the right key? Come on, Jesse, don't be silly. It was the raccoon's first day in music class. <laughs> I guess that's true. It was its first day, and I'm guessing it's last. <laughs> You're probably right. The raccoon jumped off the desk and started running around the classroom. This caused everyone to go crazy. Sarah and Jenny jumped up on their desk. Glasses started flinging comic books at the raccoon. Billy was really the only one who didn't panic. He grabbed a huge symbol and tried to herd the raccoon toward the window. And this actually gave me a great idea. I tossed Jenny a trumpet, and then I grabbed the big tuba off the instrument rack. Mm, So your idea was to play background music while Billy chased around the raccoon? (laughs) No, but that would have been a great idea, actually. Jenny just started waving the trumpet around blindly while I belted out a few loud notes from the tuba. Everyone just froze for a minute and listened. 
happened. Hey, I'm actually glad it was just for a moment because I, I don't know a lot of songs on the tuba. Plus, I sort of I sort of dropped the tuba because it's really heavy. Oh no, uh, did it break? Because I know how to fix a broken tuba. You do? How? You use a tuba glue. <laughs> Get it? Tuba glue. Um, uh, <laughs> man, that joke is going to stick with me. <laughs> but no, you know what? I haven't a glue. What you mean, Jesse? <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Nice one. Anyway, the raccoon paused for a second. I, I'm assuming to wait to see if I'd keep playing. I'm actually really good at the tuba. Who knew? But then the raccoon remembered that it was, I guess, late for a meeting or something because it turned, it leapt out the window, and it scurried up the tree outside. It was so awesome. Wow. You know, what an adventure. You know, but at the start of this podcast, we talked about how we like to teach or encourage our listeners. And uh, is today's topic about, well, what is today's topic about? Okay, I promise you I'm getting to that. Miss Brown ran over and slammed the window shut. She then turned around to everyone. Jenny and Sarah got down off the desk. Glasses started picking up his comic books. Nobody said a thing, you know. I think we were all hoping Miss Brown would just kind of forget about the raccoon. Uh, Did she? She's a teacher. She doesn't forget about anything. And she finally broke the silence by saying, how did a raccoon get in here? She wanted an honest answer, and that's what today's topic is about, taking responsibility for your actions. Oh, yeah, that's a great topic. But wasn't that the topic of our last podcast? Ah, I was hoping you'd forget that. You know, you're not a teacher, are you? No, uh, but you set me up for a teaching lesson. The Bible talks a lot about how important it is to own up to our mistakes and to try to correct our misbehaviors. Uh, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13 says, Anyone who hides their sins doesn't succeed, but anyone who admits their sins and gives them up finds mercy. Oh, that's a great one. And I like how James chapter 5, verse 16 backs that up saying, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. God wants us to always be truthful and to help each other live lives and honor God. Mm, So true. Admitting our faults and correcting them makes us a better person. I'm proud of you for stepping up and telling the truth to Mrs. Brown. Well, okay, I'm not actually finished with the story yet. Oh, okay, but uh, before you do, this reminds me of a great email we got from a listener. Oh, I actually think I know the one you're talking about. Kayla wrote... What do you call a girl wearing earmuffs? Uh, yeah, that's not the one I was talking about, uh, but now I'm curious. What do you call a girl wearing earmuffs? <laughs> Anything you want. She can't hear you. <laughs> uh, that's funny, but it's not the email I was thinking of. But it does remind me of another funny joke that we got from a listener. Owen wrote, what did one boxing glove say to the other boxing glove? Oh, I actually don't know this one. What? No, Owen wasn't sure either. He was still working on the punchline. Because <laughs> of boxing gloves. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's so awesome. Anyway, that's the end of today's official Average Boy podcast. Uh, no, 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 no. Wait, you can't stop it there. You're not done with your story yet, Bob. And usually, when you don't want to finish a story about something that happened to you, everyone ends up learning something great. So... Before we get to that, here's the email that I was talking about. It was from Amelia. She wrote in to say, someone in my class stole something. Nobody else saw it, but I did. What should I do? Oh, I think that's part of what we covered in today's topic. God always wants us to be honest. He does. And he wants us to hold each other accountable. 
Uh, Like Jesus said in Luke chapter 17, verse 3, be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. Uh, But, you know, be careful because people don't like getting caught doing something wrong. You may want to bring a friend or tell the teacher what happened so they can back you up. Plus, Amelia, Jesus has got your back. You've got to remember that. And just think about how the person that had something stolen from them is going to feel. You know, if you can help get that property back, then you're basically a hero. And when people are held accountable for their actions and then they repent and receive forgiveness, you know, it may cause the person who stole to change their ways. So my advice is to always speak up and be honest. That's great advice, Jesse. You know, my dad once told me, if you always tell the truth, you never have to try and remember a lie. Well, what made him tell you that? Okay, that's not important right now. I thought we were ending today's podcast. Well, I thought you were about to finish your story. Oh, I was hoping you'd forget. Maybe you really are a teacher. Anyway, fine. So there was a long pause after Miss Brown asked how the raccoon got into the classroom. And I actually knew this was my moment. Like I needed to be honest. Uh, I had to find the courage to speak up. Finally, the words just poured out and filled the quiet room. Uh, Miss Brown, the raccoon came up to the window. It seemed friendly, so we opened the window and let it in. Sorry, that that wasn't very responsible. Mm, I'm proud of you. You took responsibility and you told the truth. Well, okay, sort of. It, it was the right thing to say. Unfortunately, I wasn't the one saying it. Pat, my friend Pat, he had found the courage that I was looking for. He's the one that stepped up and did the right thing. He's the one that said all that. Miss Brown turned to him and said, well, I appreciate your honesty, Pat. Let's make sure that never happens again. Now, please get out your instruments and let's start class. We haven't heard about Pat for a while, but if I remember correctly, he's a friend of yours from church, right? Yeah, and he was doing a great job acting like a Christian, like, well, unlike me. I know you know this, Bob, but learning from your mistakes only makes you a stronger person and I know you're going to speak up next time. Oh, I will. I definitely will. If I ever let a raccoon in a school again, I'm going to confess it right away. (laughs) That's uh, not what I was talking about. (laughs) I know, Jesse. I was just kidding. But I was just so disappointed in myself. I mean, I knew the right thing to do, but I just didn't do it. Standing up and telling the truth is always the best thing to do, you know. Plus, now, I didn't have my lunch. Oh, wait. I thought you said it was Laverage Loy's lunch. Well, I guess I have other mistakes to confess to, huh? But that's the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other podcasts, you can go back and listen to the other 59 of them at averageboy.org. Also, at that website, you can find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures in Average Boy story every month. Oh, speaking of appearing, my new book, Average Boys Above Average Year, is about to appear in bookstores, but you can pre-order it now at the Focus on the Family store. That's right. There's a link to that and to Average Boy's devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. Anyway, we hope you laughed and learned a little about God today. Oh, speaking of laughs, we always love hearing more of your jokes, uh, or you can even ask us a question. You can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call us and leave a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just remember to get your parents' permission before you call. 
Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse. Telling you, don't be average. Be super average. He's average, Bob.